Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour, where it's ladies' night. Oh no. We're going to sing? <laughs> it's ladies' night. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host. This is a men's health show, okay. usually. Mm-hmm. I'm joined by my co-host and my uh, office manager, business manager for our urology practice, Donna Lee. Happy 14 years, by the way. You've been in business for 14 years. It has been exciting 14 years uh, since we started the practice. Mm. I was thinking to myself how interesting it is that, it is that uh, right after residency, I started my own practice, so I've never been on a job interview. <laughs> that would be a very interesting job interview, I and, would like to say. And I, I'm one of few doctors I've ever known who's never had a job besides the first one that he ever had. But the problem is my boss is a real <laughs> I don't think you can say that, oh, I but we'll bleep it. We'll bleep that out. But you've signed a lot of checks and you've got a lot of employees. So <laughs> That's right. You got that in going. At least I have that in common. And you'd also probably employees. bring up Baylor. That's right. Baylor College funny. of Medicine was a spectacular place to go to school and train, and I couldn't be luckier with the training they gave me, which allowed me to do all sorts of great urology, be very excited about the kind of medicine that I practice, mm-hmm. really expand the field of urology beyond just nipples to knees kind of medicine and include the whole body, include people like nutritionists and pelvic floor physical therapists and people of that nature that I think have made an incredible impact on the the, the quality of care that we're able to provide. Mm-hmm. And um, right off the bat, you had sex, a sexual health clinic for women. Like that right, was always right off the bat. That was one yeah. of the first things that we started was a clinic for the treatment of women with sexual health uh, sexual health problems. Mm-hmm. And so even today, some of the most advanced uh, and complicated sexual health matters when it comes to women are sent to us. We deal a lot with medications and and topical agents and other kinds of surgeries to help uh, improve sexual health in women. Mm-hmm. And although this is a men's health show, women's sexuality affects men. That's right. And a lot of women write in and ask questions and they want to know a little bit more about their body part. Uh, mm-hmm. Donna, if somebody's interested in becoming part of our patient family, uh, how do they get a hold of us? Oh, I like that. Patient family. You can join your patient family with us at, by calling 512-238-0762. Our website is armormenshealth at, I'm sorry, armormenshealth.com. And our email address is, ready? Yes. Armormenshealth at gmail.com. You didn't sing it. Yeah, you're a professional comedian, <laughs> not a uh, professional <laughs> singer. So that, was, that sounded I, good. I didn't want to get on there. That sounded uh, sexy AF. Your questions are what drive this show. And today, I, uh, we were going to take some questions uh, related to female urologic issues that we deal with. Mm-hmm. And I thought we had a particularly good one, so go with it. We do. And remember your questions. We ask them and answer them anonymously on air. This one starts with, Dr. Mystery, I had a cystocele repaired. It was great for about two months, and then it came back worse than before. I told my doctor that I felt the surgery didn't work and was assured that indeed the surgery did work, but now I have a rectocele. I would like to get rid of the rectocele, but I'm afraid that if that the bladder will come out of my belly button or someplace else. Uh, my question is, can a rectocele slash cystocele be repaired and have it hold? Thank you very much. That's a great question. I think that some uh, anatomical terms should mm-hmm. be just kind of given an overview to yeah. our listeners. What is, what's a cystocele and a rectocele? A lot of these things, when we try to explain them to men, we try to use the term hernia because a man kind of generally no, understands that a hernia is where your insides are coming out 
of your outsides through a hole that shouldn't be like mm. allowed for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And the most common sites for hernias include the belly button, where there's already a hole from the tube that feeds you when you're a baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're developing as a fetus, there's already a tube that goes in there, and then it then it goes away, and that the hole that it, the tube goes through can sometimes allow for a hernia or your intestines to come out of. Mm-hmm. Then there's the holes where your testicles drop out of your abdomen into your scrotal sac in mm. your inguinal region, that those two holes are also the, those are natural holes, but if they get too big, then your intestines can come out there. In the vagina, the vagina doesn't seem like one of those same organs, but what happens is the vagina is like a like an inverted sock, and on top of the sock is your, your bladder, on the bottom of the sock is the rectum, and at the very, very tippy top of the sock, kind of where your toes would go, is where your intestines are, mm-hmm. uh, if your uterus is not there. So if your uterus is there, that's where that is. And if it's not there, if you've had a hysterectomy, then that's where the, your small bowel is. Any one of those three components can actually push through the vagina and come out the vaginal opening. Hmm. If the bladder comes out, it's called a cystocele. Uh-huh. If the rectum comes out, it's called a rectocele. Mm-hmm. And if the small bowel comes out, it's called an enterocele. Why not and a bowel A bowel because we use we use you know more complicated words, words. Uh, and if your uterus comes out, there's a, a variety of other words, but it's usually called uterine prolapse. Mm-hmm. And we have had patients that mm-hmm. come in with literally the vaginas inside out, Ugh. sticking out of the body six inches, no, and they have it for many many years, many years because it doesn't use oftentimes doesn't cause pain. So, but it's just sticking out there. It can be. It can be. Just for the sake of this patient, <laughs> mm-hmm. they had, or this this listener, they had the cystocele repaired. So the bladder was protruding out of the vagina or down into the vagina. Mm-hmm. Symptoms include lower back pain, recurrent urinary tract infections, pressure when peeing. And somebody felt it was wise to fix it. So they did, they fixed it. Now you can fix it by just sewing it back up. You can fix it by putting a piece of mesh, and that's not done very often anymore because a lot of those mesh that were placed caused secondary problems. So and a lot they of them came from the a market. weird house in China. That's not true. It is true. It was on the news on 2020. I don't know about this mm-hmm. one. So <laughs> on 2020, what are you, like 100 years old? Does that show even exist? <laughs> it's still on. Oh, my Lord. It is. Probably with only on like streaming fashion. I'm watching it with the dateline. Why are you watching re- regular network news anyway? I don't know. Don't but you know I, about fake news? Because I want to know about all this fake meshing. The mesh <laughs> controversy has has to do with a lot of the mesh eroding into organs that it shouldn't be mm. in. That's kind of what the this this discussion is around the meshes. So mm. if you had the repair done recently, they probably didn't use mesh. And if they mm. don't, and the reason we used mesh is not because we we're getting paid by the mesh company. It was because if you didn't use mesh, the thing didn't work for very long. Oh, like the repair didn't work. What else did they use? Just a suture? Yeah, you're just using suture. And if your own tissues fell apart the first time, they're going to fall apart the second time. Oh, heavens. So one thing is that the cystocele may have recurred because of that. But if your doctor examined you and said that your cystocele is intact, but you got a rectocele, that just that just means that in fixing one part, another, another part, part could have weakened out. and oh. the other part fell out. The repair for both a cystocele and a rectocele today, so if the rectum and the bladder have both fallen out, the repair of choice mm. now is something called a laparoscopic sacrocolpopexy. Really cool case. Done with a robot. Say it again. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah the Da Vinci robot will help us do a laparoscopic mm-hmm. sacro, S-A-C-R-O, culpopexy. Mm. Uh, we have some great uh, people here in Austin that do this laparoscopic case. Um, mm-hmm. I personally don't do it, which is interesting because one of the very few things in urology that I don't do myself. Mm. And... Um, in uh, but we have some amazing partners so if you have female pelvic prolapse or something like this that has happened to you and you're wondering what you should do just realize that if your doctor doesn't do laparoscopic or 
reconstructive surgery, they're, you know, they're not going to offer you this thing. Right. And if for, you don't do it, who does? OBGYN or general surgery? It, it's a special kind of doctor called a urogynecologist. Oh. And um, what they will do is they will put a piece of mesh that is approved by the FDA and does not erode into other organs. And then come from that weird place in it China? may have come from there, or maybe mm. his cousin. And then, <laughs> then they take the vagina, because remember, all of this is because the vagina is inverting on itself. Mm-hmm. So the mesh is actually placed onto the vagina, which is then tacked to your tailbone, believe it or not, the oh. inner surface of your tailbone. And then it gives it enough strength so that both the cystocele and the rectocele can be repaired. Mm. Um, so uh, the question that the listener asks is, is there a repair that fixes the cystocele and rectocele that holds? And the answer is yes. It's called the sacrocolpopexy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, done by a number of people. If you're in the Austin area, let me know. If you're not in the Austin area, send us a message. We'll find somebody that mm-hmm. we think has the technical expertise to uh, give you a hand and do a good job for you. Um, fortunately, it's uh, in the scheme of things, not a very difficult operation. Um, but Sounds it. Sounds very difficult. <laughs> no, just sewing this to that, and this to that, and that to that. Oh, my. Uh, not to discount what any other great surgeon does. And, you know, like anything, the more you do, the better you are at nuance, the mm-hmm. better outcomes you're going to have. Uh, but in this day and age, if you have a cystocele or a rectocele and you're getting it fixed just through your vagina, mm-hmm. then you have to accept that there's going to be an increased rate of failure compared to older numbers where you got to use the mesh. Oh boy. And that's the same if you have an abdominal hernia. More and more patients today uh, come and say that they don't want their hernia fixed with mesh because they've heard something mm-hmm. didn't, you know, lawsuits and this and that, the other. China. The problem is <laughs> there is, <laughs> there is, there's no good option because if, if you want the hernia fixed, then that's how you fix it. You got to use the mesh. And uh, that's one of those. I'm sorry to hear it, uh, things, but um, uh, that is the, the truth. And if you can find somebody out there that'll do it without mesh, then make sure that whatever reasoning they're giving you makes sense uh, mm-hmm. because we just haven't found a good alternative. Out there. there are different kinds of mesh, um, but make sure you do your own research because that thing is going to be stuck inside you. Right. Can you please um, write down that I have a rectocele and a cystocele so I don't have to have sex anymore with Michael? Uh, no. Oh. Actually, it probably makes it easier. No, no. Everything's so big down there. <laughs> Donna, how do people get a hold of us? Call us at 512-238-0762. Email us these amazing questions at armormenshealth at gmail.com and listen to our podcast. They're free wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. 